I'm your host, Brandon Kyle Goodman, and welcome to Black Folks. On this show, I have the honor of having one-on-one conversations with Black people of various identities about our lives and how being Black has shaped our experiences. This week, I am talking to comedian, actress, and Instagram influencer, honey, Miss Sydney Washington, who hosts the hilarious IGTV series, Sid Can Cook. We talked about which sitcom house we wanted to grow up in, the queer people that have and continue to impact our lives and what it means to have our queerness and blackness intersect. So here is my conversation with Sydney Washington. Hi, Sydney. Hello, hello. How are you right now? You know, I will say currently I'm decent. Decent. Decent, Decent is the best we can ask for. And you're surrounded by this green life. You know, my little, my green thumb is just shaking right now at the beauty. Well, for each plant shows you how many times I've had a nervous breakdown in this bitch. <laughs> so every time I'm like, everything's in shambles, I go right online and I buy a plant. So I, I there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 plants in here. So, and I buy ply- uh, flowers weekly. So, so there you she, go. Self-care, self-care. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> are those plants in like a short span of time? Like, has those have those 17 breakdowns happened in the last few months? Or has it been over years that you've had these plants no babe i just got this like i this just started like maybe three weeks ago i mean no 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 sorry three months ago. <laughs> okay me too me too i had like one fig and like a, a and now i have a literal nine plants and i got them at the top of quarantine because i was like i can't i need to you you think it's for like aesthetically you're like oh it makes my apartment look better but it, it's really about <laughs> i'm trying to hone in this madness yes. by purchasing something that i have to keep alive yes. that's all i'm it trying is. to put this anxiety and this energy mm-hmm. into a different bit of life yes, yes I'm with that's you. not a person that's not a person because a person shouldn't handle all this they shouldn't have to receive all this i'm, I'm trying to they give shouldn't. it give it to the fix okay before we go too far because you know we're about <laughs> We will go off the rails. I just want you to know I love a tangent and I love to throw people off all day. And I live for it. I live for it. But let's let's have you introduce yourself to the people uh, with your starting with your pronouns and tell us anything you want us to know about you. Okay, Uh, it's uh, she, her, tired. Is tired a pronoun? Can we do that? Because that is me. Whatever tired is, (laughs) that's that's my pronoun. Yes. Okay, and I'm Sydney Washington, a comedian, actress. Uh, yeah, I w- oh no, I'm an Instagrammer now. That's actually so <laughs> you are. I, okay, Sydney Washington, yes. comedian, actress, Instagrammer. Yes, <laughs> that's my life now. Your show? Can you plug your show real fast? Yeah, I have a show every Sunday called Sid Can Cook. The gag is I can't. <laughs> So we try to figure out how to make something with uh, five to eight other people who don't know how to make it either. 
I it's, uh, it's it's very very entertaining mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's good. and it's the fun. final products are do you eat them I know do you eat the final I do product? I do but I won't lie there is gumbo in there that needs to be thrown out because I <laughs> ate like half of it and now it, it's like why are you making this for a family it's just you and yeah, your cat yes that's it <laughs> how many cats Nobody do else? you have I have dos dos cats dos. but hold on before you drag me I got these cats way before the pandemic and. And they were really just um, purchased to save my gay relationship that I'm no longer in. But, you know, I, I love them. Jelly and Jam. They keep me afloat. How dare and, you? That's why I'll oh, drag you. How dare you? You named them well, Jelly and Jam? Well, because they look the same. How they dare look the same. You? They're brother and sister. That's adorable. It's so cute, right? It's <laughs> super fucking cute. I'm Lesbians, allergic to we cats. We know how to do it. We Y'all really do. Cats. Mine yeah. is Corey with a K. I wanted I wanted to be really difficult. Yeah. Corey, Corey with a K? Yeah. He's a pit that's mix. Different. It's different. K O R E Y. I wanted people to like really have okay, to. Okay, that's annoying. That's a person. <laughs> that's not a cat. And I'm sure your cat has a weird personality. It's a dog. Hey, well, he's a dog because I'm allergic to it's cats. Yeah, I'm oh. allergic to cats. But no, he's he's got a good personality. But I just really wanted people to really work for him to be uh-huh. part of the family. That's why I named right, him right, Corey. Right, right, right. You know, I, we were thinking about like a cute like water. And it was just like, no, that's not. No. Don't name him water. <laughs> <laughs> name the baby water. The human child will be named something crazy. Well, yeah, I, I feel like Corey has a, a trust fund. I feel like absolutely right. That, that's we're, good for him. We're trying to manifest that. I mean, mm-hmm. right now he is on his walk. This, let me tell you, I'm he's a, on his walk. So yes, he has. I'm here a and he's fund. on a walk. That's insane. That's you're insane. doing well. You we're, have money for a dog walker. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, we're in a full blown <laughs> pandemic, and you can take your ass out and walk your own dog because we're not at work, <laughs> but you have a walker. So. Good for you. That is so beige of you, and I think that is the look at the moment. Thank you. Sydney, please don't drag me on my own goddamn <laughs> Sorry. show. Own <Sorry>. oh, <laughs> goddamn show. How dare you? I can't believe you have a walker, of dude. Of course, I've had. You have I've a had dog a... walker. You can absolutely. You can pause. Let me tell you. You can pause this. Go walk your dog. Come back and still have time Sydney, to finish the pod. Sydney, how dare you? My life is is complicated. It's overwhelming. Right, it's I, fine. I take You're my right. breaks where I need them. I mean, I, we've already talked about. I have like nine plants up in here. So you're right. You know, it's not that. It's like twenty dollars. Okay, go back to your. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do, right. do what you were doing. I'm, I'm so really sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a full. We just stopped so that I can get red. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna ask you the little black folks question of the day, which mm-hmm. is, what sitcom home would you like to live in? I'm gonna say it's kind of similar to where I am right now, but um, is was is a sitcom living single? Yes. Yeah, living single. Which one though? Would you like to live in the girls or the boys? The girls. The girls. The girls. Yeah, the yeah. girls had it's, a had a better Brownstone, spot. Brooklyn. Yes. You can't you can't lose. They had more than one bathroom. Yes. Upstairs, downstairs. Sure. Very spacious. Kitchen immaculate. Like I love that the counter space was large, larger yes. than life. Yes. And the swinging door. I live for. I love the old school swinging door into the kitchen and I an entrance, a back mm-hmm. entrance, which is cute. The back entrance. That is wealth. Yes. So. And they had a nook in there too. They sure did. They had that little breakfast nook. That is a mm-hmm. good house. Do we ever see Regine's room? Hmm. I don't know. I don't but know. But given her energy, I bet you her room was very messy. There's no way you could be that shady and going on those many dates and have a room in order. 
That's not fair. Possible. That's no. fair. Of of our living single cast, who do you identify with the most? Or who are who do you think you are? Like, are you? I a, want. I want to say that I'm Maxine. You are a Maxine. I was going to say that for you, but I, yeah. I want to say I'm Maxine. The way you but, just dragged um, me, you are a Maxine. I'm Maxine. <laughs> but I have um, what's her name? The the really quirky one. I Sinclair. Sinclair. I have Sinclair tendencies, though. Okay, so you're like a hybrid. You're like a yes, you're a Maxine a with a Sinclair rising. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I am. Yeah. I love that. My sitcom home, what comes to mind, it's not particularly beautiful, but also very spacious. And I feel like Harriet did a really good job, you know, making it feel warm. Obviously, I'm talking about Family Matters. Right, right, right. right. I was going to say that was the second one. (laughs) The Winslow household, that was like the biggest house uh, besides Fresh Prince. Like, I felt like that house was so big, which... By the way, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure the pilot of Living Single is the Winslow house. What? Yes. Okay, we're going to have to go back. Judith, fact out. check it. I'm I'm fact- I'm 99% sure like in the pilot of of uh Living Single, it's it's the Family Matters house. I I want to say that you're wrong on that. I don't I don't think that's true. You are like you want you want me to be wrong. Uh, yeah. But I think I'm right. I think Judith is gonna check it out while while figure that. Out. But I live for the Winslow household because again, it felt big. It felt homey. It felt like you could put your feet up if you wanted to. The kitchen was very spacious. Those homes didn't have dining rooms, though, did they? Because who's who's sitting down to eat like that? Nah. Come on. Where do you eat? The only time you sit down to eat is is Thanksgiving, which sure. is canceled. We need to cancel Thanksgiving, and we should not be celebrating yes. that no more. Yes. The year of problematique, we need to be more on point and just say, why are we doing this? Yes, we need to Columbus ask some more questions. Was, was a murderer, a rapist. Absolutely. And not good. Like, yes, he, dis- in quotation, discovered America, but... I mean, where are my Native American friends? I I really don't. Come have on, any. yes. So, so Thanksgiving. Sorry, that is, was I, another tangent. No, we'll but we appreciate it back, that. It no, it is you're, it what you're talking about. Well, I will bring it back because Judith says that I am correct. Living oh. single was filmed Whoa, on the Family Matters house. Listen, I'm not trying to say that I'm better than you in this you moment are I, when but, it comes to facts. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> King of Facts. So so blessed to have so, you. So yeah, yeah. I'm, you're just really fortunate to be in this conversation with me. Where, mm-hmm. where would you be without me? But uh, to okay, your... but where do I eat? I eat on the couch. You I eat, eat on, on the, the couch. couch, and I have like a little storage ottoman thingy that is now something that I use like as a table. So Cute. I use that. But I love. I have a light blue couch, so it's very brave of me <laughs> to eat on it. To eat. I sleep and eat on this bad boy, and it's it's. It's not dirty. It's not dirty. It, it's let me show you. Yeah. Oh, she's cute. Where's it's she a, from? It's like a dusty blue. It's, it's like, a dusty but not blue. Dusty like you ain't shit. You yeah, don't yeah, work. Yeah. No, like a dusty. Like it's a color. It's a yeah. yeah a dusty, dusty blue. I live for yeah. a dusty blue. Wait. Um. Where's she from? You know, I love furniture. Um, she's from All Modern, which <gasps> is the sister okay. company to Wayfair, which is also canceled. canceled. <laughs> Absolutely. And, no, I don't want to see anybody ordering from there, a.k.a. Absolutely. I have t- a many items in here that's from Wayfair, and I'm not I, I yes. absolutely unsubscribe from my Wayfair All Modern Me emails. Me too. Yesterday uh, or two days ago, I was well. like, "Oh, this is too much." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Let me <laughs> let me ask you. 
I do want to agree that Thanksgiving should be canceled, but what should it be? Because I really do want to eat my food. So like, is it just like Sunday dinner? Should we just bring back Sunday dinners? Sunday dinner. And it's like soul food. The movie. It should be like that. They would do Sunday dinners and the family would be together. Yes. And the food would be good and seasoned properly. Absolutely. Let's be honest for Thanksgiving. People are being real, real not diplomatic at all. Their their Friendsgivings are They're holding back on the salt. Desperate and (laughs) not uplifting. No. Nobody knows the recipe. The biscuits dry people are experimenting store-bought everything uh, the cake is in a box from entermans we don't like that we want if you bring something that's in a box from entermans what what is this are we in college like oh are you are we friends like that's what i'm trying to figure out like like you don't like me you hate me I'd rather you say that you're unemployed and have no money and you can't bring anything. 1,000%. 1,000%. Please keep so. your intimates. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on the record saying that. <laughs> Cancel me. Cancel me. <laughs> we're canceling Thanksgiving. <laughs> we're canceling uh, modern, all modern, and we're canceling Sydney Washington. That's what yeah. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Soul Food is also one of the most amazing movies. If you haven't seen it, you absolutely need to. Vanessa Williams and Vivica A. Fox. Play do. the hell at Nia, Nia Long. Nia Long. Michael Beach. Um, there are a lot of incredible people in Legendary. that Legendary. Legendary. Soundtrack. Unbelievable. Ooh. Babyface did his Talk damn about a thing. soundtrack. You ain't singing shit. <laughs> you ain't what singing shit. What about me? What about us? Hey. What we gonna hey. do? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? Come on. Come on. It is good. I'm going to watch that this weekend now. Thank you for reminding me. I was going to watch it last night, but it beat uh, Stella Got Her Groove Back. And it did not beat Stella Got Her Groove Back. Stella Got Her Groove Back is another good one. I I own like three DVDs and Soul Food is one of them. Sister Act 2 is the other... And there's oh, a, you know what? I might watch that tonight too. Now, Sister Act Two is on Disney Plus right now. Not to plug Disney, but you know, no, no canceled. They have so much money. Canceled after Black is King. Canceled. They're still emailing me like, "Hey, your card's not going through," and it's not. It's not going to go through. I give you the card that doesn't work, on. I did the trial, and that's it. Throw, throw take, no. Come here, arrest me, and throw away the key because I am not. Reopening that subscription. Is now that tell happening? me, you did you get the subscription for Blackest King? Is yeah, that how you? Okay, it. beautiful. What do you think about Blackest King? Come on now. Visually incredible. The, yes, the, the music was good too. Uh, whatever message she was conveying, I feel like I got it. And she she gave you art, which yeah. she does. Yeah. The, the, the videography is, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but videography yeah, uh-huh. was I- impeccable. It was. It was. You're holding back. Oh, no. Cinematography. That's what I'm ah, you, See, I'm just like that. y'all. You're listening. You're like, that bitch don't know how to speak. And it's like, but you don't know how to speak either, honey. I, I read right. your tweets. <laughs> don't do that. Don't you do that. Relatable. I am, I am your cousin on Facebook. I'm going to make those mistakes. But you know what? I'm not hiding my mistakes. That's why I'm putting it on Facebook and I'm pressing send. You're putting it forward. You are leading with your mistakes because mm-hmm. that's what keeps us relatable, keeps us grounded. I saw one of your cats. Is that jelly or jam? That is jelly. Jelly. Uh, I love it. Yeah, she's she's uh, very skinny. She has like a little diet that she's got going on. I don't know if she's getting ready for fashion week. 1,000%. 
but she it does take a year to get ready for those things. And uh, the male cat is, you know, just having a good time. Living just it up. Living his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really dark. <laughs> Men. <laughs> Men not taking care of themselves, ladies. Like always they do. do. <laughs> oh, it just it really feels like it's an example of where we are right now. Women yeah. and men. Yeah. The male cat living his life, not living his about life, his body. Not giving a fat. Yeah. Knowing that it's jelly okay. hiding and scurrying it away and not eating enough and him eating her food. Yeah. Cancel the cats. Cancel, Cancel me and the cats. <laughs> We've canceled a lot and we're like 15 minutes in. There will be nothing by the end of this. But I'm going to ask the big black folks question to prevent cancellation, Mm -hmm. which is, Sid, who is the most influential black queer person in your life and why? It doesn't have to be like a a celebrity. No, no, no. Anyone... If if you want it to be, it's fine. But anyone, like, who's the most influential black queer person in your life and why? I'm going to say, can I say a few? I have a few. Sure. I have a few. There are no rules. That's Don't apologize. I just think in this climate to just put one, that's like not enough. That's not enough. They claim they don't know. Who we are, so you got to give lists at this point. <laughs> That's real. Uh, I uh, Larry Owens, very close friend of mine. I we mean, love he's Larry. Just, he him he is himself wholeheartedly, extremely talented. So he leads with his talent. It's not like gay first, but he's mm-hmm. also like gay, black, queer, uh, larger man, and we see all of that. But he leads with his talent. He's undeniably incredible and. I need to see people like that because it makes me want to move forward and be better and know that our work of art is out there to be gathered and get coins for. So come on. um, Love him. Another one is uh, Dwayne Perkins. Just, I mean, booked on booked on booked. Come on. Incredible writer, beautiful bone structure and body and can dance and gorgeous. All of it. It's unapologetic. Unapologetically. I got you. Unapologetically. I had a Red Bull today, so my tongue went. I got you, cousin. Which is great because if you're dating me, I know what I'm doing. She better get that plug. Which I just knew how to do better at. Like I just realized how to be better at giving head as as a lesbian this year. Wow. Anywho, so that's Larry Owens. Larry Owens. Dwayne Perkins and um, Sam J. Also Sam J. Yes. Did you have anyone growing up, like when you were growing up when you were younger, was there anyone that you looked up to or? No. 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 No no one was gay. No one was outwardly gay. What was that like? It was very, you know, black Christian uh, Southern folks. Where are you from? My family is from Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, And then they made their selves made their way to Oakland, California, uh, posted up there and they lived in the church until they died. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my life. And I didn't grow up with my mom. I grew up with my great aunt and great uncles and they were just super family oriented and godly God fearing people. So 
Yeah. yeah. There, there were no gays. Even if they thought somebody was gay, they would say, you know, that person just funny. Um, or, you know, I heard the word bull dagger several times. So Oof. maybe there were gay people out there, but I didn't know exactly what they meant until later on in life. How much later? Like, how old were you? I mean, I kissed. My first person I kissed was a girl, which was my neighbor. Um, but... And I didn't know what that was called. I just knew that I kissed I kissed you somebody and it felt good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I guess I didn't realize about people being gay until I came to New York when I was 13, 13 okay. 14. And my school, my middle school was in the village. So oh, okay. that's when I really, really saw, you know, people just being outward about their sexuality. There's rainbows everywhere. So it's like, okay, this yeah, is yeah, your yeah. life. You grew up in New York? I was born in New York, so uh -huh. you better call me a New Yorker. But <laughs> I was supposed to have a childhood, so they scurried me on to the West Coast to have a backyard and to climb fences and have um, uh, a big wheel. Do you even know what a big wheel is? That um, is that like the like the big version of the Hot Wheels? It's like like you can drive in it. No, darling, it is oh, a wow. very very low. Uh, pedaling bike. It's like bike adjacent, but it's very low to the ground. And it's the one big wheel and like two, it's like a tricycle low key. Oh. Uh, but it's cool. And if you're a kid, kid, if you're a kid with a backyard, you had a big wheel. Okay. And I had three. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, but she was making fun of my dog walker, but she had three big wheels. Okay. Well, I, I can't be mad at the way I grew up. I'm telling you how I live now. I'm I'm top ramen, cup of noodles, honey. Come but through. Growing up, I had three big wheels <laughs> and a shed. I had come, a shed. Come, you better you better brag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I also like. So I grew up, I grew up in New York, born, raised, and then not to you know brag, but I I did stay in <laughs> New York. Wow, <laughs> you know some people just have it have it their way. It, sometimes it is uh, McDonald's or Burger King, and you could just have one it your of them. Way. You, you can have stay. it your way, and, and you I could absolutely stay did in New York, and you turn out fine like look at your skin i would Girl. not assume that you were from new york <laughs> with of how poreless you are <laughs> wait can i say something to you yeah. so you love your skin and you do such an, an impressive job with keeping your skin and giving us the skin tips on instagram mm -hmm. and you said something that changed my life which was something like make sure that you are washing and moisturizing your neck and i yeah. was like uh, it hurts to talk about, but the neck and the hands is a dead giveaway of how old you are or how ragged your life is. So even if you're like exfoliating and masking up your face, but your neck and hand looks like an oak tree, that means you're dehydrated you? and you're not taking care of the, the other skin. Points. Yes, which the is, skin. and that means you're, you're probably over 35 just How, i'm just, just throwing like, it out just there. throwing it out there so every every which there's know, nothing wrong with being 35 i'm just saying 35 is wonderful. on imdb saying that it. you're 27 you better get that neck we, and yeah, those hands we, well I, every time i wash my face you know my, my skin routine in the morning i always do the neck and i i low-key think of you because i'm always like sydney says make sure you get your neck i just want to help everyone out if i you, can you really are helping um but what i was going to say is you know 1314 for me i think was when i understood not understood but when i saw 
gayness, because I also grew up in the church. My grandmother was a minister. And so like my relationship to gay people was that being gay was not good. It wasn't as like, it eventually got dark with my mother and I, which we can talk about later, but um, it wasn't like, oh, those fucking faggots. It wasn't any of that energy. It was just kind of like, that's a sin. You like, don't do that. We're not here for that life. Um, but God loves everybody also. Like, like that yeah, kind like, of. Which is the LOL. <laughs> it's like, he died for our sins, yada, yada, yada. But, but don't also, be these things because then he you, won't love you anymore. He won't love but you. He won't get into heaven. He, yeah. But he loves everybody, but not if you're. The contradictions. It's lots the contradictions, of contradictions for me. It's the contradictions for me, honey. Um, and so then I think like, but when I started going to Manhattan, I think that's why I loved Manhattan was because mm-hmm. downtown, you would just see queer people. And I didn't know that, that that's what I was. I think, I don't know if this was for you as well, but kids called me gay before I knew that, that I was gay. Was that the same? No. No, because again, heteronormative um you know, I looked straight. Mm-hmm. I was dating boys at the time. I, you know, unless I was in basketball shorts and had a broad back, like nobody's going to call a woman a lesbian or gay. Sure. Unless they're fully like making out and holding hands with girls. Sure. Because girls can even hold hands and still be like, well, they're just friends. They're playing. They're just girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just girls being girls, you know? So, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get any any of that. And actually, I got frustrated when I was like f- fully into I am a lesbian now, and people were still like, "But you don't look gay. You're not gay enough. How are you gay?" Da, 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 da. And it's like, who is making these these rules these on what gay looks like or what it's supposed to be like? What is gay enough? Do you think for like a lesbian? For a lesbian? Yeah. What What is gay enough look uh, look like? Or do you think people think it looks like? Well, I will say that Love and Basketball changed the game because there was obviously a woman, uh, Sanaa Nathan, which was her name, Sydney? Sanaa Lathan. Lathan, sorry. But I don't remember what her character. Judith, can you look up what Sanaa Lathan's character's name was? But you keep telling us. Judith will tell us. Um. Her character was dressed the way she was. She played basketball and all that stuff. But she was fully into, you know, Omar Epps. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She was, she just so happened. To be really good at basketball. I yeah, love basketball. but you wouldn't look at it and be like, oh my God, that is a lesbian trying to be straight. Right. So, unless you play for the WNBA full time, <laughs> no one is saying you look like a lesbian like that. But now they do because it's all about the way you dress because obviously there's studs and right. then there's femmes. And then like if you speak out, I go on women's pages all the time and I try my best to figure out if they're not dating anybody, is this person gay or straight? Gay or straight? Mm. And it's hard because you really just don't know. And also it's none of your damn business unless you're hey. trying to date that person. Amen. By the way, the character's name is Monica Wright. Monica. And what was his name? I don't 
I'm so bad at names with oh, the characters. Sid, oh, so Sydney, so Sanaa Lathan played Sydney in Brown Sugar. That's right. I remember. That's I was why. like, okay. no, Sanaa was a Sydney before. She was a Sydney in Brown Sugar. Yes. Okay. And uh, Omar Epps was Quincy. Quincy, Quincy McCall. Quincy. We love that name. Yes. Bring it we back. love that Bring name. It back. If I have a baby, Ooh. it's a girl or a boy, it's Quincy. Well, Quincy I was like, baby. my next puppy's name is Quincy. No, stop giving dogs <laughs> real names. We're tired of that shit. Give them How silly you? animal names. I, this girl was calling her dog her dog name was Oprah, and I was like, I don't see that. No, 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 that's, I don't see that. That's not the that, look. That, 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 that I won't. That sit, I, Oprah, sit. No. No, 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 no. I won't co-sign that. Bad Oprah. <laughs> no. No. no uh, What's wrong with you? I will we not co-sign that. We look up to her. That. What's Absolutely. Wrong? Yeah. Your I, no, dog shits in its sleep. No, not the same. Not the same. <laughs> you will not name your dog Oprah. No, I don't Please. co-sign that. Um. So, okay. So, I there's so much I want to talk to you about. When did you... Well, maybe I should tell you my influential yeah, person. Yeah. And then we can like find a little meeting in the middle. Mm-hmm. So the most influential queer person, there are a lot, obviously. Um, but growing up, I didn't know uh if he was or that he was. It never came up. It it came out like after his passing, but it was my godfather. Um, and I I don't know if if my godfather was ever um like openly out or, but, but it was alluded to me that, that it was a struggle at some point, but my godfather was literally everything for me. Um, and like was my father figure. Cause my dad, which is a whole another story was just yeah. not around. We have a lot to unpack. Oh girl, so much to unpack. But my mm-hmm. godfather basically stepped in and took that position and was kind of the male presence, but was also very protective of me and kind of gave me obviously, but also gave me like a different understanding of masculinity and black masculinity. By no means was he like very femme, but he also wasn't very butch. And that's that thing about, well, what is gay enough? Like he was just himself. Uh and I didn't understand that that's what I was downloading because as a kid, I don't think I started even considering queerness until puberty hit, uh, which is like 12, 13. And I definitely didn't come out until I was 19, 20. So I I wasn't downloading my godfather as a queer person or what that meant. But now that I look back, he is the most influential just because I think you're, I think the gay enough thing where you're like, uh, you know, what does gay look like? Is it really fucking femme? Is it really butch? Is it a mix of like, what is it? And for him, he was just himself. And it was all about like caring about people. And he was a hairstylist and loved what he did, owned his own business, like lived in a, in a beautiful apartment above his business and just kind of never, com- I, I never experienced him compromising who he was or like shrinking himself or making himself less than or whatever. And so for me, that's the most influential because when you come out, you're like, wait, like which tribe do do lesbians have tribes? Is that a thing? Like quote unquote tribes, like, you know, like for gay boys or queer men or male presenting, there's like bears and and twinks and otters and cubs and uh, muscle. I I don't know. I don't think so. I think because women are just allowed more freedom to be emotional and have that bond with each other that it's 
just we get to just be like we, yeah. we can be surrounded by women no matter what their sexuality is or we can be friends with you know numerous amounts of lesbians and be like yeah this is my crew yes but it, it's just i'm more it's more emotion based and i think we're allowed that more. yeah so guys kind of have to stick to there's a physical there's an outward more yeah 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 yeah, yeah maybe and, and I would like to put on the record that I came out so late and I wouldn't even say I came out. It was more like the people who would care about my sexuality all died. They died out. So I just got to be, you know? So I don't even know if I was necessarily ever in the closet because if you wait long enough, the closet does not exist <laughs> because if you yeah. are old enough to you pay your own bills, you have your own friends, the right type of friends around you and the right type of people in your circle, they're going to accept who you are. Like, period. They're wow, just going to take it. In. Like you coming out and be like being 30 and like, well, I'm gay. And they're like, OK, bitch, do you need money? Like, what is, <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me and yeah, what yeah. does this do for yes me, you know yes but when you're 19 and 20 when everybody wants to be in your business and whatnot and like right, right, every, right. you feel like everything means more than what it really does yeah you're giving them more power yeah but yeah by the time i came out i was already bottle waitressing with most people who were already on drugs and they're like yeah girl you gay or you on molly like it's either or okay yeah we all gay like it's just <laughs> free flowing people drinking day night like there's no judgment there's no yeah. real judgment there you would get judged more if you were at a table taking fake shots than saying what your sexuality is sure so I just was able to be a lot more open because the people around me were like, girl, we don't care. And you came out when you came out, you were in New York at that point, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was probably also another another place where it's just like you're just like, do you? It's just so many different. It's a hodgepodge of so many different people, groups and collectively we all see each other. And because you see these people, you're just more accepting. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I I think that New Yorkers, we just see stuff more often and it's not a surprise. I mean, I think that New York has always been, I mean, obviously New York is very big. And so, you know, you can't say it about every neighborhood in New York, but New York definitely, you know, especially in the city downtown, Mm -hmm. there is more space for that freedom. And it's kind of like uh, there it just feels different. I mean, I think that's why as a kid, 13, 14, even up to like 17, I went to NYU as well. Like downtown. NYU? You went yeah. to there? Oh. <laughs> Your eyes got you so big. You should up top with that. No reason. You respect me more now? Is that what it is? No, <laughs> it's just like NYU. You're spoiled. You're amongst this league of people who are doing <gasps> oh, better than please. everyone else. No, girl. No. You have the... You have, you're very articulate and you know you know the words to say that are like the hot the hot topics that everybody can get in and oh, be like, Oh my no. god, Brandon, we love you. Oh no, honey, don't believe the hype. I feel like NYU You is- got the Rolodex of people who went to NYU that certainly are probably 
ready to go and do whatever you are doing and support your content? If I were white, maybe. And we maybe. could have that okay, conversation. Yeah. If I were, shit. I don't you're know what shit. I'm saying. <laughs> if I you're were right. white, I'm not possibly. even confident in things I'm saying right now. But <laughs> I just wanted to get it out there. You wanted to drag. You, I it was, was, no, you I was being taking too a nice. chance. <laughs> I was taking a chance. That's what comedy is about. Taking a risk. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. Don't believe the hype. NYU is wonderful, but also like so much money. And why? I don't, I actually don't believe that anyone should spend that much fucking money for school. But that's a different. It's the label though. It's it's just like, it's like a Goyard wallet. It's a Goyard wallet. Or whatever. Goyard. I, guess. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but I don't it's even one of those know what wallets that is. <laughs> that is so expensive that it's like, what does this do for you? What does when, it when do? You, when you put it out on the table, they're like, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> you summer in the Hamptons. Okay, you're doing well. Your parents are still in your life. Hey. <laughs> I guess. And that's what happens when you say NYU. Uh, I guess. People are like, oh, your parents are around and they, yeah. they care. They, You're they, doing well. <laughs> they're yeah. invested. Um, I guess. Uh, no, but I mean, like, you know, downtown just has that that freedom and that space. And so, I mean, I did come out, but I, but I do agree with you that, like, if I... If you wait long enough, and as you said, paying your own goddamn bills, it's like, who are you coming out to? Like, like what opinion do you like if you don't pay for nothing, what what does your opinion mean in in this in the grand scheme of things right now? But it takes a while to become financially sufficient. And that's actually when my mother and I so my mother became born again after my grandmother passed, which would be 10 years in November. Uh, and her born again brought up all of this stuff around my queerness. And we, you know, I, I ended up having to just kind of put like a really big boundary because it was, it just became unsafe for me to have that relationship. And the decision behind that boundary was like, you don't pay none of these bills. Like you, I mean, you like, there's, what is your opinion here about my sexuality? And like, what does that matter? And if, if you, don't have the respect enough to like hold that to yourself. <laughs> like I'm not saying, you know, and this is just me and my relationship. I was like, I'm not trying to change your mind. Like think what you want to think. That's, you know, that's for you, but we can have respect for each other. Right. And like, there are just certain things that we're not going to say to each other out of respect for one another. And if we can't even have that, it's like, well, girl, I'm not sure what, what this, what, what we're doing here. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't care if you're a stranger, a close friend, a family member, like I'm not doing that with you. I'm no. not right now. Like I'm too mentally exhausted to explain something that you can easily do your think take your fingers, hit the keyboard and ask questions about. Ask Siri, ask Alexa, don't be coming up on my line asking these dumbass questions or even telling me your opinions. But that's that the thing, not even not asking questions. helping me be a better person. Right. It's not even asking questions. It's, it's you're here to deliver opinions about something you know nothing about. And I'm like, I don't have that space, that energy, as you I'm not said. Doing it. I, I haven't spoken to my mother in a few months and she survived COVID and she came out and she was still homophobic. And I was like, how? <laughs> you were in the hospital. You Fuck. almost died. You still have the energy? That's crazy. There's people who to be... got COVID and they can barely still breathe. But and you got you the energy to give this you are using your hate. breath to tell me that, oh my God, I can't believe that you are gay. What did I do wrong? You think you have that kind of power to make mm. me gay? Girl, bye. 
by and sit down make, and I haven't spoken to her and it's fine. Like, if, I'm and okay. of course it's fine for your mental health. You know, it's uh, you know we make sure our parents are okay and they're doing well, but also in terms of the day to day, we just can't harness that energy. When did you get that confident though? It took me a minute to get like, okay, thanks, goodbye. When did you discover? Did it all happen at once? You came out, you were like, okay, homophobes, get out. Or did it take some time to be like, okay, cool. Like, I got to make a decision about these relationships. Again, it was just, I kind of fell into this crazy world of nightlife. And mm-hmm. nightlife is very daring and fearless. And when you're on drugs, nobody could tell you shit anyway. And right. You are making a ton of money. So a lot of your decisions is based on what the hell you want to do when you want to do it. And no questions asked. You want to yeah. go to uh, some, a tropical island in a week? Boom. You got to put the money down. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to talk about it. As long as you get somebody to cover your shifts, you're there. Yes. So living that kind of life and seeing people buy what they want to buy and hang with the people they want to hang with, I kind of took that in and was like, yeah, yeah, this is how I'm living my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have a savings account, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to make some crazy decisions. Like, I'm gay now and not crazy, <laughs> but just like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love my sexuality now and nobody can change it. Oh yeah. I'm not doing well financially because I haven't paid my taxes in 12 years, but I'm going to be who I'm going to be. <laughs> you know? So just, just living that life and doing what I want to do when I want to do it. I didn't care what people were saying, you know? Yeah. Was there a, just because, you know, the show is called Black Folks and we are two Black queer folk. And that's often, for me, a point of contention, right? Like, you know, your queerness, your Blackness and their intersections. Do you, was there a a reckoning that ever happened for you uh, to kind of merge those two or, or when you came out? I mean, obviously we're, we're, we are those intersections no matter what, but in terms of finding a way to embrace those intersections. Was there a reckoning for that? You look good from every angle. The way this thing is moving and you look good in every angle. Sorry, friend. Well, I'm obviously a black woman first. Like that's what you're going to see. You don't know that I'm queer or gay or whatever until I start talking. And it depends on what day it is. You won't know, you know, what my sexuality is until... You asked me, well, are you dating somebody? You know, because I, I, sometimes I feel like I don't have to mention that if it's not asked. Right. But again, I'm black woman first. And um, and then I am a lesbian. And yeah, just mix all together. But it comes down to representation. Like you see the two people that I mentioned that inspires me are gay men. And yeah. I need to do a better job of getting more lesbians in my life. Like I love Robin Cloud. That's another person who is uh, inspiring and is really helping me navigate through my career and just a really good friend. But I, I don't have enough lesbians in my life sure to really just call them out and just list it off because i just i make friends with whoever's around me just like by convenience yeah i'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a lazy fuck sorry <laughs> and it, but no the apologies. friends that i have are the, the in my circle are black women so yeah. i feel like 
because they're black women that cancels out of, oh, I have to go make new friends. Also, 35, I'm not making new friends. This is it. <laughs> I am done. Done. It is hung up. The friend cloak has been burnt. I Come don't on. I don't have the energy. No new I don't want to know about your life. You don't need to run down anything to me. My call log is cut off. So who? yes. So I I am queer. I am black. It, it, it's all mixed up. But again, black woman first and then queer is separate. Yeah. I think for me, huh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it changes. I, I'm at a place where I don't know. And obviously, as a woman, you have a very different experience than I do in a male presenting body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a different uh, set of obstacles that as a black woman you're up against. So for me, I don't, I think because there's so much privilege in my male body and obviously we can talk about, which that just seems like we're. And you're tall too. Let's I'm not, tall. Let's she's not, six one. Let's not withhold the facts. Yes. Is that you're tall yes. and you're attractive. Well, thank you. And you live in LA. <laughs> thank you. So you're yes. already doing better than most. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I'm just I saying. Am, I am tall. I am tall. How I keep tall my, are you? my uh, six one. Hey, hello. I keep my beard lined up. I keep my skin regimen on point. Bye. Um, so there's a privilege there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do think my so I so I think at first what I was struggling with was uh, my blackness because I wasn't out right so like middle school or high school into college I was struggling with my blackness especially I went to high school in the south I went to boarding yeah. school then in college around eighteen nineteen maybe end of freshman year sophomore year I started struggling with my queerness and then somewhere around like twenty those two things came to a head because I was dating a lot of white men and oh. I had to have some questions about what the, well, what you went is to this? NYU. Yes, honey. And they ain't, ain't nothing but white men. Uh, and, and in the village, but, in we the, have village, to the village, <clears throat> the village is beautiful for the West village is beautiful for gays, but it's very set up for white gays. Oh, it is. The, the system is set up for the white gay men too. It's like, where are, the, where are the black uh, yes. queer parties and bars? Yes. They're not, They're, they the don't, ex- village. no, they are not, there they're in not brooklyn. at all they so, are in brooklyn there's that um and there was one in harlem that i loved across the street from my uh old apartment but that became my work was then to find like my black queer community mm-hmm. which was very difficult and at times continues to be difficult in la as well like i live close to west hollywood it's very white but it's like uh i guess all of this to say i think at one point they were very separated and now for me i don't know how to separate the experience. Although I recognize that, you know, when people see me first, they see, you know, black man. And when I open my mouth, more than likely they're going to go, he's queer, unless they're hopeful. <laughs> not to yeah. mistake that they, uh, that's but I'm not, sure. that's, you know, but, uh, you know, you should see these DMs. And I'm always like, mm. what? Get out of here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Girls? Um, Girls in your DMs? Yes, like, I do. And it's like, well, you're you are stunning. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. As are it's you. It's something about you and Dwayne Perkins that I'm like. I love okay, Dwayne. I, I Dwayne and I would have beautiful, beautiful babies. I just want to say, I don't want to date men, <laughs> but if I had to, like, it's we could be a to my head. 
You and Dwayne Perkins for sure. Thruple. I think we would thrive in a thruple. I would love um, that for us. <laughs> I think I love that for us too. <laughs> that but honestly, chocolate. when there's two men in a when it's two men involved, it's a gangbang for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gangbang. It's too much. <laughs> Just saying. I appreciate your honesty. My last, last question. question, the last question for you is, and I want to figure out how I want to phrase it, which is how do you, just in thinking about representation, this might be a challenging question. Hold no, on. no, no. Ask it. And then if we need to workshop it, we can. How dare I live for this light that you just, <laughs> for this last question. <laughs> how dare you? Um, I'm going to workshop this question, which yeah, is we'll that then we'll we'll get to an answer, which is that I'm so fascinated by this idea or this the fact that you didn't have a lot of representation of black lesbians growing up. Um, and then even talking about, you know, wanting to expand possibly your community to have more black lesbians in there. And so I'm wondering, let's do this. Mm. I love this. What would you say? To a young black girl who is working through her sexuality right now. Well, if we're saying that they're a girl, we're like we're gonna say that they're young, so yes. they're <laughs> not thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> because age does matter. Because you yes. you will realize that everything that you think that's so important right now, you're gonna look truly look back just in two or three years and be like damn i made that more than what it was like it's yes it should be more in terms of do the things that you think will make you happy and find uh find your light and find out what you're great at what you're good at and what you can do yeah. if you figure that all out then everything else will follow but truly your sexuality is for you it's yeah. for you and only you. And you don't have to share that with anybody until you're ready or if you want to date. And don't make people put you in a corner or put you in a hole and make you feel like, oh, my God, I have to say this up top because this is this is what makes our situation better. Well, no, mm. maybe I need to workshop this, too. <laughs> OK, we'll workshop it, yes. here we go. Here we go. We're better. Okay, if you're a young girl growing up and trying to figure out your sexuality, just know that it's for you and you don't need to come out or pressure yourself into anything until you're ready. Because mm. the best time to be yourself is when you're confident in it. If you are half-assed like I I don't know, I think I'm I think I'm gay, then that gives people the opportunity to poke holes in it and question you too many times. When you come out and you're like, I I am this and I'm I am proud and I'm loving it, then nobody can knock you down. Mm. So so it is okay to try to figure it out, ask yeah. questions, be around people who inspire you and are open to your curiosity and won't yeah. make you feel stupid about it. Um, because sex is easy, but also sex is hard. Okay. <laughs> it is Amen. so hard as, as an older woman. Yeah. I was not making women come 
I was barely making myself come, which was due to depression. So also get Oof. your whatever you're doing, make sure that your mental is on point and then your sexuality will also flow through that. Yes. Because um, once you get everything up top, then the bottom will 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 flow. Yes. Just I'm saying sexuality is a bottom and <laughs> your mind is a top. <laughs> so, just in case you didn't get that. Just in case you didn't understand. But just know if you if you feel like you don't see yourself, th- yourself is out there. If if you think that you need more representation as well, then also be that representation that you think is missing. Oof. I I will always continuously be myself, in hopes that I will attract the right people that feel like they're they're connected to me in some kind of way. So. If you think that it's the end of the world just coming out and your family not accepting you that much, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. They'll get over it. And some of them don't. But for the for the most part, they will get over it. Hey. They will. And hey. if they if they don't get over it, then at the end of the day, do you really need that uncle? Like you don't need that <laughs> uncle. You don't need that aunt. You don't need that cousin. Mother and father is kind of hard. To yes. just like push them out the way, but don't let the title fuck you up because right. there is mother and fathers and and family out there that's not blood related and will take you in and make you want to be the 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 true self that you are that you don't have to hide. Yes. Damn, that was a lot. But no, I that to was get everything. I need to get all of that I, out. I'm I'm yes yes. I, ditto ditto ditto. Sydney, thank you so 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 much. This was incredible. Oh my God. I just love, love, love Sydney. She is so fucking funny. Um, Okay. So it's time for BKG learning moments. Uh, What I learned in this fabulous conversation. First of all, I learned that maybe I shouldn't have named my dog Corey so that I wouldn't be dragged for film. No, I do not regret naming my dog Corey, which, by the way, K-O-R-E-Y. I think it's very regal, very fabulous, and I stand by it. But I live for a good read, so thank you, Sydney, for dragging me by all of my edges, honey. I also, you know, learned about this thing, which I don't think we talk about a lot, but, you know, as you settle into who you are and who you want to be and the life you want to live, sometimes you have to make really challenging decisions about how you relate to your person birth family, which especially as a queer person, a queer black person, growing up, you would see it on television. And obviously, it was a fear. But when you actually have to go through it, when you actually have to be the one to say to a mother or a father or an auntie or, or a sibling, that we just can't have a relationship. Um, it is heartbreaking and challenging. Um, but there is a, 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 a collective of people who want to see you win uh, and a collective of people who love and adore you for who you are and don't care about your sexuality. It doesn't matter. They love you for you. And that is far more important. You know, surrounding yourself with the people that love you is far more important, in my opinion, than surrounding yourself with people just because you're related. 
But those are hard, challenging decisions, honey. Um, Sydney also reminded me that your sexuality is your own. In the midst of what society deems as what is exceptional on all levels, like gay enough and not gay enough and butch and stud and twink and bear and all these things, sexuality is yours. <laughs> however you choose to express it, however you choose to engage with it, it is yours. It belongs to nobody else. And whatever anyone else thinks about your sexuality is irrelevant. What matters is what you think. What matters is that you love yourself 140,000%. That's what matters. Ugh, I'm so interested in what you guys learned. Uh, if you want to hit me up and tell me, honey, you know how to get me, right? Black folks podcast at gmail.com. And remember, folks, it's spelled F O L X. Oh, well, that is the end of our show, honey. That's the end of the gig. <laughs> I want to thank Sydney Washington for joining me on the show today. Uh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I adore you. If you enjoyed the show, y'all, please subscribe, rate, and comment on any platforms you listen to your podcast. Also, if you want to see the video version of what you heard today, and trust me, you do, because Sydney was giving us lighting effects. She was giving us plants. She was giving us all, honey. So you can check that out on my IGTV page or my YouTube YouTube at Brandon K. Good, or you can watch it on Tom Ellis's page at Official Tom Ellis. Uh, and you know I want to hear from you always. So if you have a question or suggestions about a big black folks question or a little black folks question, or you just want to tell me how you're feeling, honey, you know how to get to me. Blackfolkspodcast at gmail.com. That's spelled B-L-A-C-K-F-O-L-X. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And in case you haven't heard it yet today, I love you so much. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Bye, baby. Podcast Network.